0: Here is the second of our two exclusive KGEZ Good Morning Show drill downs, made possible by Bailey Insurance Services. To Washington, D.C., and Linda Kenyon. Good morning, yeah. Linda. Yeah, E.T. Good morning. <laughs> I,
1: yeah, I wonder how how E.T. would taste. I, I,
0: uh, yeah, yeah. Tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It is like chicken.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what's uh, what's happening? In- so
0: you know, somebody once told me, you know, actually didn't tell me, it was uh, in a, a bathroom. It said, uh, "The job's not done until the paperwork is complete." <laughs> and maybe the well, uh, Congress forgot that.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they they not only forgot the paperwork, they forgot to vote. So the House and the Senate are still out of town; they're out the rest of the week and when they come back, they're going to be clobbered with a lot of very important things they absolutely must do, uh, not the least of which is funding to Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan. But the spotlight right now is mostly on Ukraine. And then, of course, there's that uh, thing that just keeps rearing its ugly head, and that is the threat of a government shutdown. Federal government is well into the fiscal year now. And it's operating on last year's fiscal numbers because some of the agencies and departments have not been funded yet. And so they are operating instead on a CR, a continuing resolution, which continues previous funding levels. And they gave themselves on the the current CR, and it's not the first one, by the way. I think this might be even coming up on the third one right now. They gave themselves a very short time period to finish the paperwork, to... Dot the i's and cross the t's on, on all of the uh, government agencies and departments that are not yet funded, and those deadlines are drawing near. So near, in fact, that I suspect we're going to have a couple of really late nights again <laughs> on Capitol Hill, and possibly working through weekends again <laughs> on Capitol Hill because the deadlines are March first for some of the agencies and departments, and the other is March seventh. Mm-hmm.
0: The the bigger picture on this, well, of course, we can do a continuing resolution and skirt this for another month or so, but I don't know how much longer Ukraine can hold out.
1: Right, exactly. Uh, the situation there has been growing worse and worse by the day. Ukraine literally had to pull out of one Ukrainian city where the Russian troops uh, overran them, and Ukraine was like, well, you know, we we have to be— very pragmatic here because uh you know we're running out of bullets mm-hmm. so they have to sort of regroup and plan a strategic fight for another day but yeah. uh you know all russian president vladimir putin has to do is sit back and watch congress fight among itself and, and uh, the members the uh, republicans who control uh the uh, house of representatives uh fighting within themselves and uh, and just sort of uh, wear out Ukraine. And unfortunately for Ukraine, not only is this a, a deadly proposition, but it does have a cascading effect because what the U.S. does, uh, other nations are taking note, and they may too also say, hey, look, you know, the U.S. is not helping Ukraine. Why should we? And that's a very dangerous prospect because Ukraine has never asked for American troops to help fight. It's only asked for uh, munitions. And uh, and now, uh, you know, the U.S. doesn't want to have boots on the ground. But if Russia takes over uh, NATO nations by going through Ukraine to get there, then the U.S. is in a war.
0: I I was really taken aback by a couple of the statements made by Republicans uh, in the debate of the last bill. One of them, uh, Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson, who I can't exactly quote him, but I'll give you the gist of what he said on the Senate floor. He said that uh, the reality is, is that uh, Putin is uh, going to win this. He cannot lose and uh, that, uh, uh, you know, it's over. It's over. There's Mm -hmm. nothing we can do. And uh, JD Vance, you know, he just said, "Hey, sixty-one million dollars. What's you know? It's just why should we give sixty-one million dollars? Billion, billion, or billion? Yeah, yeah, why should we even bother?" Uh, and and what we're getting here is just uh, these people saying, "You know, let's just uh, let let Putin have his way. He's going to win anyway. Uh, yeah, we know he's a war criminal, but uh, so what?" Yeah. Well, so- unfortunately.
1: Um when the U.S. ascribes to those viewpoints, it becomes a danger to the rest of Europe and by extension to the United States and democracies around the world. So uh, this is something that uh, Congress is going to have to work out. And uh, in the meantime, Ukraine is in a dire situation.
2: Now, Donald and- Trump, Donald Trump uh, has said, I am your retribution to his uh, to mega followers. And uh we we know that he does not take slights kindly, which he endured with Ukraine not getting his way there, and uh, also he seems to be a fan of the intellect of Vladimir Putin. Does any and with him exerting pressure on the House of Representatives, being the head of the Republican Party, this whole thing takes on kind of an unsavory. Um, Thing because of the support of um, of uh, allies and uh, NATO mm-hmm. and so forth. What you know? What do we make of this? I mean, nobody's talking about it, but it is a factor.
1: Well, we have a situation here with a former president of the United States, not the current president of the United States, saying things that the current Republican Congress is really heating, And so, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of questions in the history books about why they did that. But mostly it would be because uh, by all indications so far up to this point, it does appear that Donald Trump will be the Republican nominee for president again. And uh, the Republicans, being of the same party, want to get on his good side and have tried very hard to do that on many, many occasions, this being one of them. The other is that the danger here uh, is to NATO allies, because this former president of the United States has also made it clear that he would not stick by NATO nations uh, and not honor the NATO treaty. And, uh, and that puts other NATO nations at risk and could affect the entire world order. Now, um, so I suppose that could be, in, in terms of uh, Donald Trump himself, part of the retribution. But, uh, you know, uh, there has been nothing that is constitutional to stop uh, a president from withdrawing from NATO. Um, there's There's been other treaties that uh, might be able to, uh, you know, that can be withdrawn, that have been withdrawn from in the past by presidents, there's nothing to stop a president of the United States from doing this unilaterally, and uh, that could cause a lot of a lot of problems, uh, not just for the U.S. but for all of our European allies.
0: And you know, the thing about Ukraine, and what's most frustrating, I think, to most of us is that there's only so much we can do to help these people. Uh, they're they're being invaded by a country that's maybe. 10 times bigger than them, maybe 20 times larger than them, uh, with resources that are so much deeper than anything they could possibly conjure up. The rest of the world is kind of propping Ukraine up. But, you know, at some point, uh, something's got to give. We have yet to put a boot on the ground, a foreign boot on the ground uh, in this war. It's all been Ukraine. They've been doing it all. All we've been doing is giving them equipment, we've been giving them arms, we've been giving them bullets, we've been giving them money, but their country is being destroyed, building by building, city by city. Uh, it's a frustrating situation because there's only so much we can do without the starting World War Three.
1: Yeah, it's a very, uh, very fine line right now. And... Uh... You know, no one thought Ukraine would last three days, little in three weeks, three months, or now three years fighting Russia. Uh, they have a spirit and a conviction that has kept them going all this time. And uh, and with that kind of a uh, dedication, it's very hard to defeat that unless, of course, you don't have arms and ammunition.
0: And uh, that's that's where we come in in this whole thing. <clears throat> the question is, uh, you know, can we come around uh, with the political current uh, current cl- political environment? Can we come around to this, or are we going to uh, simply let the rest of the world carry the carry the basket?
1: Yeah. Well, again, you know, what the U.S. does, other other uh, allies are watching, and uh, they may take our lead. And if our lead is to let Ukraine fend for itself. What happens if they do that? Well, then you can say goodbye to Ukraine because Putin, all he has to do is wait out all of this controversy and then move right in. And uh, it's working very well for him right now.
2: You know, John had mentioned, uh, you know, World War Three earlier, and I kind of wondered, uh, because it was before my time, I'm a war baby, but uh, was World War Two recognized when it happened? Or was that just a moniker that was put on it after the fact? Because the U.S. was late joining into that conflict. It was going on over in Europe. And uh, uh, it, from what I can find, they say September 1st, 1939, the invasion of Poland. Mm-hmm. It looks like it was the turning point, I, I guess. And Poland is right there next to Ukraine right yep. now. Mm-hmm. It
0: that that could cons- be the
1: turning point again. Yeah.
0: Remember now, Poland is a member of NATO, and uh, Article That's Five right. would require us step in and uh, and defend Poland.
1: Right. And Unless a president of the United States, uh, like Donald Trump, has said that he would not uh, necessarily protect NATO nations, And that in which case Russia can help itself to whatever it wants. Uh,
0: that kind of sounds like. Uh, nazi germany
1: well um i won't go so far as to say that but uh comparisons have been made and i will say that uh to paraphrase the uh, very famous statement he who does not learn from history is doomed to repeat it mm-hmm.
2: we're talking I want, I want about a step, question
0: yeah now mm-hmm. i want to step back here and then get back to our original conversation about the budget and uh, uh, are you aware of anything going on staff-level-wise to, uh, to try to make it so that uh, uh, this can be a speedy process when the members of Congress get back?
1: Oh, yeah, the staff never rests. They are working behind the scenes, round the clock. They are the unsung heroes of Capitol Hill. <laughs> they never get a break. And uh, they are working very hard to make sure that all the paperwork is in place and, and uh, everything is, as I say, you know, all the, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, all the agreements have been made, so that uh, when Congress comes back, they can make haste and uh, swift work of this uh, government funding thing. And um, hopefully that will happen. But, you know, there's so much political infighting not only within the Republican Party, but between Republicans and Democrats, and between the House and the Senate. And this is what we call normal, I guess, in Washington. (laughs) So, yeah, I think that uh, they'll probably pass something. You know, it will be another 11th hour action um, that uh, will avert a government shutdown, or they'll do what they have done in the past, which is, they don't quite get it done. They just need a few more days, so they pass another CR, like a one-week CR or a one or a couple of day CR continuing resolution that will continue funding and avert a government shutdown until they can, you know, lift the tome of paperwork and cart it from one side of the house to the other. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've got an idea. Nobody uh, in the Senate or the House gets a paycheck until we have a budget. I mean, the full budget. Yeah, you
1: know, they've tried that. They've <laughs> oh, tried really? that in the past. Well, yes, yes.
2: Okay. Somehow As, it
1: never seems to, to get, get through.
0: Yeah. As you know, every year since uh, Senator Steve Daines has been in Washington, D.C., he, uh, he has proposed <laughs> this bill. And it has never, yeah. ever hit the floor. Yeah. Well. Not once. I don't think it even hit a committee yet.
1: <laughs> no, no. It just doesn't happen. Uh, they... They say there's something in the law. There's something in there that says they must be paid.
0: Lynn, <laughs> well, as always, we appreciate your great reporting, and thank you for drilling down for us this morning.
1: Well, thank you. And now that we've thoroughly depressed everybody, as we tend to do every morning, you yeah, all have I a great know. day. Oh,
0: and you too. Huh? <laughs>